From the Gonzaga University Podcast Network, I'm Jack Talbot, and you're listening to Zag to Zag. Oh, we have got a good one today. We're talking housing, the on-campus experience. We're talking hot takes, tips and tricks. Oh, it's going to be a blast. Just listen in. We've got four great guests, Jillian, Emmy, Sonam, and Sam. They've got some great things to say. Let's just jump right into it. So talk me through last year, where were you guys kind of living on campus? Okay, so all four of us were in Coughlin Hall. We were kind of at the edge of campus. like. Mm-hmm. And now most of you guys are on the other side yeah. of campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, corner. yeah, they're in Kennedy. I'm in Welch. Cool. Yeah. And if, if you don't know, Jillian's an RA in yes. Madonna. I'm also an RA in Tui. So we've got some RAs. We've got some former residents, now Lame current people. residents. So <laughs> we've, we're across the board here. But talk to me about living in the dorms. You obviously all were in Coughlin. So how did you meet? Well, everyone else was on the fourth floor of Coughlin. I was actually the only third floor. But I like to think of myself as honorary fourth floor. It counts. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, yeah, most of us in our group were roommates last year, our roommates now. We have switched some things up, but yeah, we still stay pretty close. We're not too far away from each other. Was there, was there anything that like the RA did or was it all primarily kind of, you just found each other? <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Johanna. Yes. <laughs> um, she did a lot of like bonding exercises, I think within the common room. So a lot of us just kind of got out and broke the ice a little bit as mm-hmm. uncomfortable as it was at first. But we ended up finding out that we had a lot in common and hit it off pretty well. So. Super cool. Yeah. Also, Coughlin was pretty good for that. It was like, there's a common room that's like pretty good. It's... I don't know, you kind of have to pass the common room as you leave. And so, really, yeah. which is bad and good, but <laughs> there's a lot of people that, like, you kind of, like, would stop and talk as you were, like, coming to and from class and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was also helpful for, like, making friends. Cool. Mm-hmm. So Coughlin, Coughlin gets a thumbs up. Yes, yes. double yeah, thumbs, sure. double yeah. thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> what have you heard about other places on campus? Do you guys have any hot takes that you've, yeah. uh, you've come across? <laughs> okay, well, everyone calls... Coglin Hotel Coglin for a reason because yeah. I think it's like the newest freshman dorm so it's like really nice. Mm-hmm. I know CM I don't think it's that bad. I've heard some iffy things about the bathrooms especially but it's also super social which I feel like I mean I have friends in CM that all, have all met there mm-hmm. so it's also a really social area and then Madonna is pretty nice but I've heard that it's a little quieter which is true. Yeah. And what's Madonna like? <laughs> yeah. That is pretty good. There's, they don't have as much, like the common spaces are kind of hidden, but other than that, the rooms are huge, bigger than Coughlin's. Um, there's big windows, which I really appreciate. Um, but it seems, honestly, I would definitely rate it like number two. It's definitely up there for freshman dorms. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I love how unique kind of all the buildings look. I don't know what you guys think about this, but yeah. mm-hmm. like Madonna's got its fun little shape to it. CM's got yeah. that weird courtyard. Yeah. Like, every dorm is unique. It's uh, it's all a little bit different. I don't love, and I don't know if this, this will, you know, someone might not like this part, but I, I don't love 
the cookie cutter kind of like Tui looks the exact same as Gar. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah I like the is. little character to some of the dogs. I yeah, definitely yeah, I agree. The Siam yeah. courtyard's kind of cool. I feel like it's a cool concept. Yeah, yeah, I think the only problem with that is that most of the ones that don't like fit a cookie cutter shape are the older dorms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they get a bad rep as kind of dirty or gross. But I agree. I think I'd mm-hmm. rather have the like more unique style. Yeah, yeah. Galler, Tui, and Dylan are all like the same, right? Pretty much yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like living with roommates? Had you lived with roommates before or was this kind of the first kind of endeavor? So I'm an only child, so this was kind of like my first time having like someone to share a room with. Um, It was pretty cool. I think overall it was just kind of getting over certain differences that you have with one another and just learning to just coexist with each other. I think that was like a big thing. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have like two different personalities trying to merge into one yeah trying to mesh with each other sometimes didn't work out as well so i think a big thing was just communicating with each other yeah i mean i think there's kind of like this conception i'm not gonna say it's a misconception because it's definitely like true that you can become like best friends with your roommate for me last year that wasn't really the case i think we were definitely friends but we didn't have a lot in common but I feel like that definitely doesn't stand in the way of you being like respectful of each other mm-hmm. and like there for each other. Cause that was definitely, shout out Bella. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of the case for me last year, but I feel like it was still really, it. I think what Sam said about communication is really important because if you can be respectful of each other's space and needs, I feel like that's like the biggest thing to yeah. tackle. I think the roommate agreement is so important. Yes, Just set those boundaries must. right away. Mm-hmm. But I really looked out with both of my roommates. I feel like we had similar living habits and we were able to live super well together mm-hmm. and similar like cleaning habits mm-hmm. and um, when we want to invite people over and things like that, I'm really glad that we kind of had that down in a clear way because I think it made the experience much more comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think me and my roommate, we're still in the friend group and we're really close. Um, I think it worked out really well for us and we had the same amount of social like battery, I guess, so that worked out well. Um, this year, living alone has been really nice. Um, I'd say the general perks are waking up and getting to turn on the light (laughs) Um, and being able to like play music whenever you want and like make noise. But Mm -hmm. other than that, I would say having a roommate is great. It was really nice to be able to like come home from classes and like talk to somebody. Maybe a little less lonely. Yes. When you're having like a rough day, you're just like, okay, I'm going to come home and rant about everything going on in my life. And I feel like your roommate like holds like a special place in your heart. Like I'll always like care about my roommates because it's like you lived with them for a year. Like they like, I guess they kind of watched you grow kind of throughout the year. Like like, freshman year is hard. And I think when you have that person to kind of like depend on, even if you don't mesh super well, you still have that like Mm -hmm. relationship that you built with each other so I think like you still have that bond that kind of connection between you two that it's like you watch me grow I watch you grow a little bit even if we're not living together now like we still have that connection with one another that mm-hmm. I think was super cool and and it sounds like you guys have had pretty fantastic situations which yeah I'm not saying you guys are lucky but I think that that's also that's unique in a sense have you heard of some of the bad roommate situations Jillian, I know it's the RA. I know that you're probably going to, you know, we don't have to get into some RA <laughs> drama, but like the general, what, what do you think are the most common butting heads? Yeah, moments? I'd say, okay, I think 
it's only the beginning of the year, so there's a lot, like, nobody has really come forward to, like, want to talk to me about it, but I think um, the main thing is, like, just coming into, like, a housing situation where, I mean, you're living with this person, you have to be, like, extremely mm -hmm. vulnerable with them, and then just not really meshing, your personalities don't get along, and it's just really stressful. Like, it heightens it. You're with this person, like, while you sleep all the time. So, like, I think it's just, it's more stressful than maybe just a friend that you don't get along with because you have to be with them mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, I feel like uh, some of my, like, friends and stuff didn't have a great experience with their roommates when the like common respect wasn't there for the other person like if one person like tries to set a boundary and then the other person doesn't follow that I think that can be difficult because your room is your place to go when you're overwhelmed and your place to sleep and so I feel like when someone doesn't live well with you it can be really challenging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely think, I think I mentioned it before and Emmy did too, the whole respect thing. I mean, I think I've heard of like just a few instances of iffy roommates and I feel like it's always been like maybe them like taking stuff without asking like food or I don't know, like bringing people over without asking. And I feel like that all kind of leads back to like just respect. And I feel like a lot of conflict can be avoided by being respectful of and like the roommate agreement is really important because I feel like that covers everything. Just keep that in mind, and yeah, I think respect is really the way, and communication. Yeah, like just to reiterate that room agreement, that goes such a long way. And it's like, it's definitely a good thing if you follow it, because there's just, there's just some boundaries sometimes, especially if you grow up with different values, you're two different people. I've heard plenty of stories where they have different values, they're learning how to mesh together, they have different ways of life so I think sharing that space sometimes it's hard to kind of find somewhere in the middle where you're able to have those like have those conflicts and just kind of move past them for sure I've heard several like horror stories I guess you could call them but I don't think they're like actual mm -hmm. horror stories but of just people like having that lack of respect of like they're in your space they're kind of like you have different ways of communication styles you have different communication styles for sure and with that said i think having kind of a negative person to be around kind of makes things hard for yourself and of course you want to build each other up and when that doesn't happen when you're not meant in the middle to build each other up i'm sure that's like a really hard thing to live with to move forward from so yeah it's your space mm -hmm. yeah that's your own yeah. space and somebody else happens to live there but yeah. Also that, yeah I feel like communication is so important yeah. also just because I feel like some people last year like they felt like their roommate was upset with them but their roommate wasn't saying why mm -hmm. and then they didn't know if they could change something so I think like communicating when you're frustrated about something and on the same end like having your roommate communicate when they're frustrated with something is really good because then you can make changes yeah, yeah. like I said before it's who you this is your person to depend on like worst case scenario I know like my first week like this was who I hung out with like when I didn't have any other friends so when that's your person to depend on, you kind of have to have that open communication and that totally. mutual understanding. We come from different backgrounds. We're two different people, but you're all I got. <laughs> you're all I got. I'm all you got. Let's figure this out together. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to rate kind of roommate red flags, what are, what are you think the worst ones that you're looking for? Are we talking about like cleanliness, bringing people over all the time, 
What's 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 number one? And it could be very different answers. What's number one on your guys' list? Okay, I think the biggest red flag, um, taking your stuff without asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's a big one. I had a friend at home who said her roommate didn't like her bed, so she came home like she went home for the weekend, I guess, and then she came back and her roommate was asleep in like her bed, <laughs> oh. and like she was just knocked out on her bed, and I. Like, she said that she woke her up, and she was like, oh, yeah, I've been sleeping in your bed this weekend because I didn't like how comfortable mine was. And I don't know. Or, like, <laughs> like I've just heard random things where people are just, like, freely using their roommate's space, and I just don't think that's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think the sleep, sleeping is such a sacred space. Yeah, for <laughs> that sure. If that's interrupted, if it's yeah. sound, if it's, that is... That derails the whole the yeah. whole agreement. Yeah, I just feel like there's like a barrier in between. If you don't see it, fine, mm-hmm. but it's there. Don't go into my space. I actually am just now remembering one of my friends at Northeastern, who I hope is listening to this. Um, <laughs> she had this roommate for like some sort of summer internship, and she would she took some of her birthday cake, if I remember correctly. There was something with rats, so it was like cleanliness. Taking stuff without asking. It was like all of that stuff. We went from birthday rats? cake to rats? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like I'm going to have to look back in the text at some point because it was just so crazy. Like, I've never heard such a bad roommate story. But I would say, I mean, Jillian brought up the, like, taking things without asking. And I think that was, like, the biggest shock to me when she was telling me about this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think you, you, your roommate also kind of holds you accountable. Like, you can't totally be a slob because someone else is living in the same space yeah. unless they are one, too. Which, is, you know... And, and not to prop up, you know, the housing situations where they're not like the most beautiful locations in the world, but because they're so cramped, because you kind of have this other roommate, like you kind of are forced to be a person in that space that is flexible, yeah. that can yeah. deal with those things. And I feel like it almost helps kind of build your own healthy habits because like before college, and I'm still kind of a really messy person, but I was like such a slob at home and I feel like I didn't like clean up as much as I should have and just helping out with stuff around the house and like having a roommate and just realizing like this is a shared space you can't just trash it like when I got home last summer I was like cleaning my room I was doing my (laughs) own dishes I was doing all that stuff and yeah I mean the accountability thing is real I'm like really trying to hold that up right now with Ella (laughs) yeah I um I do remember last year, Ella's a pretty clean person, and my old roommate, and uh, I'd say I'm pretty clean, but I'm definitely not, like, the most clean Like person. a six and a half. Yeah, yeah, probably ten. around that. Like, I could clean the dishes <laughs> if I wanted to. But, um, yeah, I feel like, like, there was so, like, very often would I, like, have to apologize for my... Even though it wasn't that, like, even though it was my, like, neutral, it was like, I'm fine with this. I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I, like, <laughs> would kind of do something about it, kind of not. But I don't know. I definitely agree with the habit stick. Even, like, like a night routine. Like, I remember, like, I was like, okay, I should go, like, brush my teeth, wash my face. Because sometimes when I'm at home, I kind of am like, yeah, I'm so tired. I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> right, exactly. And so then I'm like, oh, I need to get up so she knows that I brush my teeth and wash my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no. so real. Okay, but also maintaining your room. 
so important because they're tiny. If yes. you have like three pieces of clothes on the ground, your room looks like just looks like, like you dumped the trash. Yeah, can. Like, so I feel like just having my roommate and then the size of the room has made me much more clean and organized, mm -hmm. which I'm grateful for. Yeah. So to, from the RA point of view, I think it's interesting dealing with residents sometimes when they have kind of roommate conflicts. One of the things that I, is, is kind of happening now, because we're at the point where we're a month into the semester and roommate kind of swap and shop doesn't open until October. And so you've kind of got, there's two months that the, the university kind of gives you to figure everything out with your roommate before you just decide to be like, I gotta switch. And I, th I think that, in my opinion, it feels just a couple weeks too long because mm -hmm. sometimes you kind of get a vibe with some people that they just don't work. Because mm -hmm. on one hand you can say, all right, I can, this is, this is positive for me because I'm working how to deal with a person that I don't get along with. But at the same time, it's college, like it's your living space, that mm -hmm. should be, it should be respected. So. Have you, you've, I'm sure, heard of people that have moved out and kind of solved that problem on their own. Do you guys, do you guys have anything to comment on that? Well, I remember at the beginning of last year, there was like a little bit of tension with me and my roommate. Like there was nothing we like did to each other. We purely just thought that like the other person hated us. And that was like a That's big... That's so yeah. common so, though. It's the, so... The mutual side Yeah, because eye. she's the sweetest person ever. And I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know. I was, I was just, I was so... I was on something else, but <laughs> I remember, I feel like I was kind of ready to jump ship because I was like, oh, like we don't get along. We don't have anything in common. Like maybe I, because all my friends are like becoming great friends with their roommates. I'm like, we still haven't found anything in common yet. We don't have much to talk about. We're both pretty like shy people, mm -hmm. but I actually feel like Gonzaga gives you like just the right amount it's of time perfect. where you can start acclimating to each other. And I'm actually really glad that that happened because I didn't end up swapping or shopping. We stuck together the whole year. <laughs> nice. And I feel like things worked out well. I mean, like, again, we were never like the closest, closest. I still love her. But we learned like that respect for each other. We cleared up that we did not, in fact, hate each other. Good. And nice. yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely situations where swapping and shopping is necessary like I would say like stealing food and stuff like that yeah. I yeah I'm a little iffy on that but definitely give it some time if you're not super close with your roommate yet because it's only been a month and you have mm -hmm. so much time and they might be the best person you've ever met I would agree with that mm -hmm. I think that the October date is it gives I think I don't know what housing's like equation is on this yeah. <laughs> if they consulted the psychology department or something but <laughs> you I, guys would know you're on that's next year <laughs> but i think that um i think in a way it does give you a little too much time where it's like you get to the point where you're like oh i really don't like this person but i still have two weeks i'll just try to get along with them for the next two weeks and then like maybe in those two weeks you can like figure something out and maybe it works out or maybe it doesn't and that's when you swap but i think september is just i mean it's a chaotic month it's a tough month it's a chaotic tough month of adjusting and i think basing everyone's like how you get along with everyone like based on that one month is just i don't think it's enough yeah, yeah. totally it's tough I, I definitely agree with you because you see these people kind of it's almost like in nature when you kind of see like these two animals that are just kind of like facing <laughs> off yeah but nothing's happening like they're just kind of staring at each other yeah no one's making a move and it, it kind of someone's got to do something at some point mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of people don't 
not a lot of people don't, but some people don't give their roommate maybe enough credit or mm-hmm. want to reach out. Sometimes, yeah. you know, I've been roommates with some of the people that have a load of friends outside of the dorm. And so it's tough to make that connection because they're always doing something. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, this person's cool and popular, obviously. I would love to get to know them, but sometimes it's tough. Like I had, I had a couple roommates at the U of O before I transferred that were, they had their very distinct circles and to break in was difficult, and especially after COVID too, because everyone's friend groups just kind of like sucked in and solidified. So I can definitely agree with, you know, a lot of these people finding their people, but also gotta give them a chance. Give them a chance. I also feel like on that note, um, we're like, I don't know, it's hard. Okay, we're like, I have a friend group all from fourth floor, and that's like super intimidating. It's so many of us and like, I've had, like, one or two people tell us that, like, you guys are so intimidating and, like, I don't want to break into your circle. But it's, like, I don't think, and, like, that's totally understandable, but I just, if someone were to, we would, like, accept them. And I can't make that note for everybody, but I just feel like trying, like, you got to at least try. The college trial. Yeah, and the worst part, okay, the worst part about this is, like, the first week, first couple weeks of school, when you're, like, alone, you see all these people hanging out, and you're, like, this is the worst. I'm going to be lonely forever. Mm-hmm. And then you end up talking to them, and, like, I don't know, but you have to, like, invite yourself in. You have yeah. to be, like, I'm going to dinner with now. you. I'm going to hang out with you, like, even if they don't ask you, which is terrible. It's, it's like, really the scary. worst. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so... To give people an example of how terrible it was, I, I remember, like, first week of school, I had someone's phone number, um, and so I ended up texting them, being like, can you go to dinner with me? And they, like, didn't text back for, like, an hour. And I think in that span of time, I, like, deleted the message. <laughs> I, like, threw my phone, and then I think I, like, cried for a long time. <laughs> And then she texted me back, and she said, oh, sorry, like, my phone was on mute. Um, so, anyways, if that gives anyone, like, any The first, example. it's a little rough yeah. at the beginning. I think I, my biggest thing is just getting out of your head. Because yeah. I, I look back on my freshman year, the first, like, four weeks, I have no idea who I hung out with. I, like, I genuinely don't know. I know, like, certain people that, like, popped out of my mind. But I think the biggest thing is just getting out of your own head and saying, like, okay, you know what, whatever. I'm, like, a million thoughts are going through your mind, but you're just like, okay, I just have to go make a friend. Everywhere I went, my mom used to always tell me, I think she's listening culturally, but my mom used to always, like, tell me, like, okay, you make a friend everywhere. And I would just run up to my mom and be like, okay, I have this new friend. I have this new friend. And that was just a skill that I had growing up. And then I got here, and I was like, I have no friends. I know no one. (laughs) And I was just so afraid. And I don't know. I think if you just throw words out there, I word vomit so much. I just say things. And sometimes you get a laugh, sometimes you don't. When you don't, you just got to shake it off and keep moving. But (laughs) it didn't happen. If they ignore it, I ignore it. It's fine. Um, But sometimes you get that little laugh, and that's a little connection. So I think... I don't know. I think messing yeah, around yeah. and just having fun with and everything. And Gonzaga's small. So, yeah. like, yeah. once you, like, 
be nice to everyone, be friendly to everyone, because as time goes on, you'll run into the same people, and it's great to just have a lot of connections, even I mean, if it doesn't end up being your like closest yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we you, just had that conversation. Emmy mm -hmm. knows so many people. Like, if you walk with her, she'll be like, "Oh, hey!" Like to That's everyone. Oh it's so daunting when you're walking with the person. That That's just exactly what we were saying. Hi to everyone. Oh. I mean, but it's, it's just so like cool. you were talking about how like the first four weeks you're like who was I hanging out with because I'll like look back at photos and be like oh my god like I just like I will remember these small instances where I hung out with these people I don't even remember how I first met them but like we went to like Chipotle or like something like that <laughs> and like I'm talking I'm thinking of like two girls specifically and I literally just like met them again for the first time a couple weeks ago and we were like oh my god hey do you remember Chipotle and it was so fun <laughs> yeah. the second time no yeah. for sure four years later yeah I know of one friend that I hung out with specifically, and her I still see around all the time. Um, so I'll like wave hi to her. And then I have another friend that I had made before I'd even got here. Um, this kind of routes back to the swap and shop thing. Um, her and I were living together and we had like hit it off super well. And I was in Alliance and I just didn't want to be in Alliance. So I ended up hopping out of there and you I met no all of them. allegiance to Alliance. Yeah, no, it just, oh was I? It was Lincoln. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It was one of them. They're right next to each right other. Right next to each other. But not for long. Yeah. Oh, bad things. Well, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I ended up like after I swapped. I remember like telling her like I'm so sorry. Like I'm leaving you. I'm abandoning you. And I felt like horrible about that. And then I ended up running into her at the gym one day. I think. And it was already like second semester and I was like oh hi nice to meet you again and she was like oh hey yeah and it was like finally like putting like a face to the mm -hmm. name I guess but I don't know and still like to this day I don't see her very often like but when we cross paths we'll be like oh hey how are you like just chit-chatting so yeah. so kind of as we wrap up if you had any advice for maybe a freshman who's in their their first year living on campus living with a roommate what's the best advice you can kind of give them going into the these couple these next couple months or their next semester um, it's okay to feel alone. It's okay to admit to yourself that you're a little sad, but also don't dwell on it. I think a lot of times, like I know for me for sure, I got into my own head a lot of the times and I was like, I miss home. I miss so and so. Um, like I just missed so many people. Like, I don't know. I think that was super hard. I was in a long distance, well, I'm in a long distance relationship. I'm still in that relationship. <laughs> But um, I think it was just a lot of, I still had my heart at home, that I was trying to stay at home, but I'm building a new life here, so it's just kind of getting out of your head and be like, okay, I'm sad, I miss home a little bit, but I have goals and things I want to achieve, and that's what I'm here to do. So I think it's just pursuing all that and being able to say, okay, I still have a heart at home, but I'm here now and I need to move forward. I think just keep moving forward. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, follow, follow that next. Oh, shoot. Please. Well, she kind of summed it all up because I feel like, Sam, like we had like pretty similar experiences. And yeah. I feel like I've never really been a super extroverted person. It definitely took college for me to come out of my shell. I mean, I honestly, I don't remember how I made friends in high school because I was never like out there. But mm -hmm. I mean, like when I first came here, I feel like I wasn't mentally ready to leave home because I was just like, everything here is so good. I have this mm -hmm. job I love you know, people that I love seeing, my family, like, I don't have any of that now. And I actually flew home a week into the school year because I was just so homesick and so lonely. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would make me feel so much better. And I was still just as depressed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was kind of a point of like, there's no turning back. 
you know, I was so excited for college this entire summer. Now I'm here. Now I just, I got to do it. And it did suck for a bit. But like Sam said, I think it's okay to realize, like, you have things at home that you love, that you miss, that you, yes, you want back. But it is about building a new life here. I mean, I cried and threw up, like, every day for two oh, weeks yeah. when I first got here last year. And I was so scared that that was going to happen again this year, and it literally didn't, except for, like, the meatballs. Like, that, that, <laughs> that literally, that, okay, the first night here was, um, I was, I shouldn't, I'm not going to cook ever again, so but. You know, I got chicken food poisoning, and I, I think it was, like, the day before. Everyone ate the meatballs. Oh, it and was I just me. I, I was the only one that ate the chicken. I yeah. offered the chicken to everyone, and no one wanted it. And, and then it was just me alone. <laughs> well, I had, I had some red sauce again the other night, and I yacked that up, too. So well, there like, must be something in the no sauce. No more red sauce. But yeah, I think my point was just that it definitely gets better. And I think that I never thought that I'd be able to overcome it just knowing the person I am. But I did. And you can too. Uh, <laughs> Way to pivot off of the oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 forget about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is super similar to like what Sam and Sonam were saying, but there's always going to be ups and downs. Like sometimes last year I was like, this is literally the peak of my life. Like <laughs> I like just felt like I was at my social peak, like academic peak, whatnot. And other times I was like, I feel like. I'm not making valuable connections here, like I miss my friends from home, miss my family, and I feel like there's always going to be those ups and downs, but what Sam was saying, like, don't let that impact, like, your way of, like, moving forward, keep reaching out to people, keep trying to form connections, college is a great time to explore your interests, do clubs, do intramurals, um, like, take classes you're interested in, and just um, focus on keep going, because... Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm at a super happy point in my life, and I'm really grateful that I've been trying to um, meet a lot of people and try a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'd say two things. Um, don't be afraid to do things alone, because yes. I think it's so scary in college. There's so many people doing things with other people, and you think you're the only one doing stuff alone, but you're not. And so I think don't be afraid to eat alone. Don't be afraid to go places alone. Um, also, like what I was saying earlier, invite yourself to things. Invite yourself into groups. Go to clubs, even if it's alone. Like, I think just, I don't know. I think what I've learned this past year a lot is that, um, I don't know, I can very, be very extroverted and introverted, but, like, figuring out what I am in that and, like, when I'm feeling introverted, like, I can do stuff alone and then when I'm feeling extroverted like I can invite myself into things so like you can control that that's not necessarily something that you have to like f always feel down about that you're not achieving like you're not always in a group or something like that mm -hmm. yeah you made such a good point Jillian that it just reminded me of something else because you were saying like don't be afraid to be alone and I feel like I've always been more introverted and I feel like my alone time especially like in high school was so important to me and I really thrived alone I didn't really want to hang out with people I didn't really care and then I like one of my biggest panic moments like coming to college was like oh shoot like I feel alone but this doesn't feel as comfortable as it was before and I feel like what really helped with like the adjustment to college is keeping busy like once classes started I would be like fine and like putting yourself out there like it's I feel like it sounds so corny, but like, yeah, go to clubs, try out for sports, all this stuff, because it genuinely like 
you know, you got four years here, and it's a good place. So make the most of it. Yeah. But, and put yourself yeah. first. Put yes. yourself okay, first. Yes. I feel like Definitely. a lot of times also I was like, if I don't, like, do this social thing, like, I'm not going to have any friends. But that's not how it works. Like, yeah. if you are, like, putting yourself out there and, like, hanging out with people sometimes, like, make time so you can be alone. Get your homework done. Like, put yourself first. Yeah. It's completely okay to have that balance. Yeah. And for me, especially, like, when I was home, I was never alone. I was with my mom. I was with my dad, my boyfriend. I have a huge family, so I was always with someone. And I think coming here, I was like, okay, I'm all alone now. It's just me. There's nothing. There's no one with me. And then, well... Suddenly there were a bunch of friends and I was Surprise. like, now it's like, okay, I have to focus on my relationship with all these people. I just need to be there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what it was. I was just trying to always be there with you guys to where I forgot about me again. And it was like, I feel like this year I've done much better at balancing that. I choose me sometimes and sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to do something with my friends. And I think that's a healthy balance. I've, of totally. course you want to focus on these new relationships that you're building and that's perfectly okay, but you also have to remember to choose you, like Emmy said, like put yourself first sometimes. And I, I'll echo everything that you guys have said, and on top of that, just remember to be kind and mm, just yes. be respectful to a lot of people, because there's a lot of people going through a bunch of different things, mm -hmm. and if you're just kind and just maybe extend that olive branch to someone, it can make their day, and you can make a friend, and anything is possible. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I just want to thank everybody for, for showing up here today. Sam, Sonam, Emmy, and Jillian. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Zag to Zag. This episode was edited, hosted, and produced by Jack Talbot. To find more Zag to Zag and other podcasts on the Gonzaga University Podcast Network, remember to check out gonzaga.edu slash podcasts. Thanks again. Thanks again.